Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, Sirius XM Channel 80. Obviously, we're ESPN Radio. Your smart speakers, download the podcast. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Been asking all day, is the Lakers job a good job? 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776. But the Knicks job, listen, these are high-paying jobs. We get it. The Knicks. Oh, the Knicks. My whole life with the Knicks. Guys, Leon Rose, who is the latest, you know, like every several years, Jim Dolan tries to get it together. And they, he cleans house and brings in a new regime. And the new regime always comes in bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. And New York City is always willing to look at them, at least till the Nets get to town. Let's see if this continues, if the Nets do very well. But always traditionally has been willing to give this new regime a chance because this time it's going to be different. That was certainly going to be the case with Leon Rose, right? Oh, and they're going to create the kind of place that players, superstars want to come and play. Here's Leon Rose, Knicks president on MSG Network, which is, of course, owned by Knicks owner Jim Dolan, inherited the team from his father, um, Chuck Dolan. Here's, here's Leon Rose finally making some, putting, you know, some, saying some words in public about the Knicks on MSG Network. Here he is on Tom Thibodeau as head coach. You know, as far as uh, as Tibbs' performance goes, I mean, again, he's, you know, one of the best coaches in the NBA. Um, t- obviously, none of us are happy with the results this year. Um, but uh, he's a guy who, you know, prepares our team better than, better than anybody. Um, and, uh, you know, I feel that he's done a good job under the circumstances. Under what circumstances? You brought it. You, you got. You had the team for a couple years already. Jay, is he the right coach for the Knicks? Here's my problem with this, though, Max. And, and, nor do I think Tibbs is the right coach for the Knicks. But let me bring it back to this for a second. So you do this interview on MSG so you can control the narrative. Because I would have had about four or five follow up questions on that. Like, what do you make? What do you? What do you? Why do you think that Tibbs has done a great job this year? What about this team has made you believe that he is going to be the coach moving forward? Why do you think he's one of the greatest coaches in the NBA? Like, I understand what last year was, but last year seems to be an anomaly. So, and it, under what circumstances is he referring to that's so difficult this year especially? It, so that's what, I'm, that's what I'm asking. It's, um, it's almost as if, hey, I'm not going to allow myself to be open to the normal media, which most executives do when you get to the end of the year, but I'm going to, on my owner's network, be asked a whole bunch of softball questions so I can dictate what narrative I want and then disappear. This is only the third time he's had an interview since he's been named president of the New York Knicks. The first two times were two other people. This is the first time he's done it by himself. So you know, where's the accountability, Key? There's no accountability. And my thing is, we talk about LeBron James. We talk about other people having accountability for their teams. This is a guy who's a leader. Where's his? Hey, hey, you know what, though? It's not even right now for me about Leon Rose. It's about Thibodeau. That's where it's at for me. You're trying to sell me, and I'm not a a, a Knicks fan. I'm a basketball fan. You're trying to sell me that Tibbs is the right answer based off of what? The fact that he had a Derrick Rose team in the playoffs and Derrick Rose was an MVP with the Chicago Bulls, and then he goes to Minnesota and he turns them into a playoff team, and then they're done. Well, guess what he did? He turned the Knicks into a playoff team a year ago. 
And now look where they're at. They're done, but yet and still you bring him back and make him your head coach even more. So to me, it's almost like Leon Rose, there's a relationship there that goes all the way back to the CAA days when they represented him. So it's this this uh, monopoly that's being put together. And I know we talk about the Lakers and their foundation, some of the stuff that has gone on behind closed doors with the Lakers. The Knicks ain't, Knicks ain't out of the weeds either. This is ridiculous that people think that Tom Thibodeau is like this amazing coach. I don't understand that, Jay. You're dialed into the NBA way deeper than me. I'm just an outsider looking at it. What makes him like this once-in-a-lifetime generational coach that people seem like they want to try to make him out to be? It's just a matter of fact that the Knicks have had so many head coaches in such a short span that does it make sense to rehaul the program once again? Very quickly within a, within a two and a half year span. Yes, but you're talking about but you're talking but, about getting rid of players and bringing in other players. That's so overhauling. I'm not I'm not saying I disagree with you guys. I I think there are other suitable candidates out there that I think would do a better job than Thibodeau would with this young team. This is a young team. Things didn't go right with Kemba Walker. Derrick Rose played 26 games. He got injured. There's a chance they could have been different. If they didn't have those injuries, but Derrick Rose is towards the latter part of his career. What do you do moving forward? This is where you also look at the front office. Are they putting Tibbs in the position to succeed, knowing how he coaches young players? Well, let, let me tell you why Tibbs is the wrong guy for the job. <clears throat> the this Knicks team will never win a championship. Forget about the franchise for a second. This iteration of the team is not a championship contender. In fact, it's barely a playoff contender in a good year, like last year when they got bounced in the first round, right? This year, they're 11th in a conference of 15 teams. Can't even make the play-in. So, guys, it's not about this Knicks team, this iteration of, this, of the Knicks. It's about creating the kind of culture that superstars are attracted to. Two. You, so if you say, if you argue, yeah, but you got to be a playoff team and have winning culture and all that stuff, okay, fine, but not if it feels like a miserable place to be. Then who cares if you're the seventh or eighth seed even, or you're not even the play and you're a sixth seed, but it's not doesn't look like a lot of fun to play there, right? It's not, it's not a, and they don't, they're not a developing assets that a superstar thinks, yeah, I can either mess with that guy or that guy can get me a guy I want to play with in a trade. How so, many... How huh? many guys want? How many players you think want to play with Tibbs though? That are superstars. That, Keith, this is my point. The reason it was such a mistake to double down on Tibbs is not because he's not a competent coach. It's because at best he's going to wear them down to a nub, making the playoffs, and maybe at best winning a playoff series. That ain't going to get it done. You got to go get a guy that superstars think or stars think. Yup. That guy I want to play for. How is that Tibbs? It's not even about how if you make the playoffs with this crew or not. It's not. It's about R.J. Barrett's development. Maybe Obi Toppin's development. I know he likes Toppin Tibbs, but guys who may be something that can either attract a star player or package to get a star player that can attract another star player because you're going to need two. That's the whole shooting match for the Knicks. That was the point in bringing in CAA and World Wide West and Leon Rose. That's the point. What is this thing with the keys point, Jay? It doesn't make any sense. I, I agree with you guys on a notion about Tibbs. I think the Knicks should move forward. Obviously, they signed him to a one-year extension. I, I, I've been trying to tell stories about Tibbs, and I, I think for a veteran team that is in a win-now type of situation, I think he can be a, a good coach. I think he could be a good coach. For a team that's trying to develop young assets and get the right pieces and attract you know, big-time names and free agency, I do not think he's the right coach for where this team is currently.
It doesn't. We're going to wear down the young guys, and by the time the new coach comes in, the young guys going to be all wore down and beat up and everything else. Plus, his whole demeanor to me is just like all that tough image and tough guy, and I'm going to bench you and not play you because I don't like the way you play. Like to me, that's just the wrong way to handle a situation, especially like Max is saying, if you're trying to attract the Jimmy Butlers of the world, even though Jimmy Butler's played with him before, or you're trying to attract, I don't know, Donovan Mitchell or whoever it is that you may have your eye on. There are little things, though, like for me, even playing Alec Burks way more minutes than Emmanuel quickly. And I I get it that there is this pressure for New York to win now, but if you watch the way quickly plays, man – He's quickly an emerging young yeah. talent. Yep. So for me, as a player development aspect, play him. Let him get the reps. Let him continue to progress. Play him more than Alec Burks. Understand that. But there are little things where, from a talent evaluation perspective, it's poor at time for some of the decisions that Tibbs even you know, makes as it relates to look, development. Look, here's the bottom line about what phase the Knicks are in, okay? And, Key, you could argue, we could argue some other time about uh, D'Antoni's level of a coach, right? But yeah. you want to get someone who can come in and inflate your assets. You know, for example, if I had a struggling team, we didn't have a superstar, I wanted to get, I would hire Dan Tony. say, what kind of a point guard is out there that you like that could, that you're going to, because of your pace of play, he's going to put up big numbers and other dudes are going to put up big numbers. Then you take those guys and trade them for actually good players, right? Like, you could have a strategy like that. Inflate your assets. Make you look better than you are. Be an exciting place to play. Have a team that's highlights are going to be on SportsCenter. That's not Tibbs, right? Have a young coach. Develop guys. Make them believe in themselves. Mark Jackson type, right? Whether or not you believe Mark Jackson's been given the chance to get a team over the hump, Maybe he hasn't been, or you believe he just can't get a team over the hump, whatever. He can certainly start to develop something that players like. That's not Tibbs. So what is it that Tibbs—I don't don't understand it at all other than what you said, an agency relationship. But the point of bringing in those kind of relationships is to attract star players. And they haven't done that. They haven't done it at all. And and look, it's still the beginning stages of the honeymoon period— but I think New York Knicks fans are probably getting extremely frustrated because they had such high hopes, as Stephen A. mentioned yesterday, high hopes that the New York Knicks was going to be something, and then they completely fall right on their face. Look, every game is in Game 7, and that's how Tibbs treats every game. I've, I've been on the record stating multiple times there's a lot of wear that comes with a lot of big-time players that I've spoken to that have played for him that have quickly said, hey, man, like it can't be this type of intensity Every single day, you will start to lose people. They will start to not hear you in the locker room. Okay, so I translate that now to where this team is at. And I look at a guy like Mark Jackson. You bring up his name. Look, if Mark Jackson didn't have management issues or ownership issues with Golden State, like he may still be that coach for them. There's a lot of so he could be a guy here, depending upon how his relationship is with James Dolan, that could be the right kind of spark. For the Knicks. R.J. Barrett, Obi Toppin, Cam Reddish, Mitchell Robinson, Emmanuel Quickly. Those are five guys who, you know, they got something, right? Like, make them look good at least so they can go get you something. In a trade at least. Keyshawn J. Will and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. Let's play Believe It or Not. Believe it or not. Hola. Huh? Even Ripley is wondering, do you believe it or not? NBA stars who can push their teams over the top, Evan. Yeah, let's go. Let's get started. 
We're going to start with a guy we've been talking about all season. This is as a player, not as a coach. That was a stupid idea. I don't know who thought of that. LeBron James coaching like it was a dumb idea. Anyway, believe it or not, yeah, LeBron James as a player can push a team over the top. Jay, believe it or not. Yes, I think LeBron James averaging 30 points and eight and a half assists. I think with the right personnel around him, LeBron can get your team over the hump in the playoffs. He's done it so many times, man. I can't even it, – it's, you know. like I can't go against that. Like, seriously, like he's done it before so many times. He just won a championship 19 months ago. Oh, yeah. I mean, is this really a question? Of course LeBron can put a team over the top. Believe it. How about the possibly two-time reigning MVP, Nikola Jokic? Can the Eggman put his team over the top? You see, I I think the Eggman can if he had Jamal Murray with him. I don't think the Eggman alone – is enough. I mean, any player alone isn't enough to get their team over the top. But I, I, he does possess the skill set. I mean, the guy's a walking triple-double. Come on, man. He's talented no. as hell. Yes. No. I don't Stop. think so. I don't think he can. Yes, he is a great regular season player. He disappears way too many times to be the MVP for me. And I just don't think whether it's Murray, Clurry, Slurry, and whoever else, I don't think so. I, I'm going to say no, but for it's not that he can't win a championship. Over when I think of, I think Jokic can get you close, and now you're going to need someone to put you over the top. Jamal Murray showed he could be that guy in the playoffs. Jokic, as Key says, has yet to show you in the playoffs that he can get you over the top, but he can carry a lot of the load to get you to the place where someone else maybe can. Can we just say it's been a small sample size? We talk about no like doubt. Jamal Murray's led. Denver, you know, to the playoffs multiple times. You're talking about one bubble run when they were down 3-1. Jay, no doubt. I'm just okay, saying I'm what just, I've I'm seen saying, and what I haven't seen. I understand. I also saw AD out play him. You know, like, I, I got to see. But you're right. A small sample size. Let's see if you can do it. Yeah, definitely been fried in the playoffs. Oh, boy. Jason Tatum, believe it or not, he can put a team over the top in the NBA playoffs. Yeah, dude's averaging 27 points while being one of the top players in terms of defensive ratings. It's a rare combination. Look, I, I think the Celtics need, obviously, time lure back. But Jason Tatum is a guy to take a team and score big-time clutch buckets when they need it. Yeah, Jason Tatum for sure. I I thought about him at the beginning of the season when we started talking about Anthony Davis being on the move. Remember that, Jay? I was like, man, the Lakers need to go figure out how to get Jason Tatum because that's the one piece in all that you can turn the keys over to in the franchise and he can get you over the top 100%. I agree Tatum can. By the way, guys, he has a good chance to start showing that basically right now. You have a better team than Kevin Durant does. I know it's a tall order, literally and figuratively, but go be the guy to get your team over the top against KD because you've got a better supporting cast. How about Trey Young put his team over the top last year to get to the uh, conference final, but can he get his team to the NBA Finals and beyond, Jay? Trey Young, believe it or not. I don't see it, not by himself. Um, and I, I think Trey Young is an exquisite player. Uh, very much on the smaller sides uh, from a guard perspective. And I, I think he can light it up. I just – I don't know if his game possesses to do it all like the other guys in, in, in those really clutch moments. Yeah, I don't think so. I would say no to this one, although last year he got his team, like you said, to the final. But in the end, the Eastern Conference final, in the end he wound up going home. And I think his size contributed to – to that, being a smaller guy, guard, we haven't seen small guards like this carry the mantle except for AI, and they still didn't win a championship. I, I, and still, Steph is 6'3", but 
Um, exactly. I want to say yes about Trey Young. There's something about him, but I wonder if he's not a dead-end player, meaning there are some guys who can get you part of the way there and are so excellent doing it, you think, okay, they can. Just give them this piece and that piece. But because they're so ball-dominant or because there's a certain cap on what they can do, it's actually like one of those little mazes from the like, kids' menu when you're a kid and all those different paths that get you close to the finish line, but ultimately it's a dead end. I wonder if that's Trey Young, but there's something about him under pressure. Oh, I want to say Jay, yes. I think he play, is a big-time player under pressure. Jay, quickly, who's the player that Trey Young needs with him to get the Hawks over the top? Like, who would be the perfect fit with, with Trey Young? Bradley Bill. All right, let's move on. James Harden. Can James Harden push a team over the top in the NBA playoffs, believe it or not? I don't believe it, man. I'm really trying to tell you guys that Joel Embiid will be that guy, but you'll need James in those clutch moments. And I I don't believe that James losing his speed, losing that quick burst that he used to have, I, I think we're actually seeing the decline of James Harden. Right now, I would say no, just based on what I've seen recently. Um, I think it was a colossal mistake for him to leave Brooklyn to go team up with the Sixers and Embiid, and he'll regret that in his career. He'll he'll push you under the top is the problem. James Harden's a guy who can get you all the get you much farther than you have any business getting, like he did against the KD Warriors, who destroyed LeBron's team, by the way. But him and D'Antoni almost got there. But, the, but over the top means in the moment of truth you hit the shots. They missed every shot in Game 7. Every shot was ridiculous, so I got to say no. Ja Morant in Memphis. Can he push a team over the top and win it all? Believe it or not, Jay. Win it all? I, I don't know about win it all. Get to the Western Conference Can he push finals? his team over N- the top? Though? NBA Finals, yes. He can, he can get his team to the NBA Finals. I think it would be a hard task against Phoenix. But I'm trying to tell you all, I've been trying to say it. For a long time, though, those, those young dogs can hoop, man. They want to be there. They want that pressure, and they can as, handle it. As special as he is and exciting as he is in Center highlights and dropping buckets and doing those sort of things, again, I go back to the Trey Young theory. He is Different, a smaller, though. thinner, frame-type guy. You just don't necessarily see those guys take their teams to the championship. That's right, but eventually you figure someone's going to do it, and I think it's going to be Ja. Not only do I think he can take them over the top, because this team is 21-2 and in the final 23 games of the season. Now, that's without him, and, and he, ain't, he is additive. You add him, they will be better in the playoffs. Guys, I know it doesn't happen for teams this quickly usually. He might do it. He might do it this year. I know it's unlikely. He could do it this year. Where to hedge that bet? Well, I, because, I, I, but because there are some teams you go, they can't do it. They're not one of them. I said Max, they can do it this year. <laughs> What's that? that? I said they can do it this year. I agree. Yeah. I'm saying there, there are a handful of teams who could. They're one of them, and he's their best player. Last one, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, a guy who could put his team over the top, Jay, believe it or not. 32 years old, man. I, I, I don't see it. I, and I, I love Jimmy Butler. I, I, he plays hard. I think he is – undersides, but he makes the best and the most of situations. But I don't see him, and that's my problem I have with Miami. You know, um, I, they don't have that one superstar that I can say give the ball to in a clutch moment, and I know he's going to come through. I, I think they have a whole bunch of guys who are really talented. I love Tyler Hero. I just don't see them having a guy that can emerge as that guy, and I don't think Jimmy Butler is that guy. He's a great third guy, mm. second or third guy to have on a championship team. Yeah, see, I think Jimmy Butler is a second guy, so I would say no. 
to that. He can't get Miami where they need to need to be, although in the bubble they were able to do that. But it's just I don't know, something about him, man, that, that I'm not all in on. I know when he was with the Sixers, everyone felt like the him leaving the Sixers hurt the Sixers in a big way. Uh Chicago, Minnesota, now in Miami, potentially on the move again. I just don't see it. When you're that guy like that, you shouldn't be on four different teams. Key, the with question. the Sixers, he was the second guy, though, Key. Yeah. Here's Joel the question with Jimmy Butler. I agree with you, Jay. Third guy on a championship team. However, is his kind of alpha personality such that he'll still wind up taking the big shot and not quite good enough to make the big play at the biggest moment to put you over the top? So could he be – it's almost like a Westbrook type, right? Could he, if he is the third best player on the team, could he get in the way a little bit? Uh, it's a real good question because I think on the right team he could be part of a championship formula, but I'd have to see it. Him and Tibbs are so similar. Every team that they go to seems like there's some kind of blow up They're around their personality, right? And that's the same with Jimmy Butler. So it, it's just interesting to see how that's happened in Minnesota with Cat. It's happened in Miami to a degree now. It just feels like that's following Jimmy Butler around. It's like there. It's like the attempt. It's like the goal is intensity, and it winds up just tense. Yes. You want to be intense, and you just wind up tense. We talked about LeBron pushing the Lakers over the top as a player, guys. As a player, but is he the guy, as Jay suggests, who could push them up over the top as a coach? Didn't no. you make? Oh, you didn't suggest that. Uh, no. Oh, I <laughs> that's thought, you I thought and Evan, not me. Stop it. <laughs> that's next. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel eighty. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Is it a good job or not? It's LeBron James. Everybody says he's a coach at house, so might as well put him in charge. I like the idea. It eliminates a big problem for the Lakers. You can have a player coach. Why not? 38 years old. You're towards the twilight part of your career where you're trying to chase Jordan and championships. Now go coach the team on top of the all-star. You guys don't think that LeBron James and a healthy AD turns (laughs) things into a good job. How do you say a healthy AD with a straight face? Keyshawn J. Willemax. ESPN Radio Sirius XM Channel 80. Listen, uh. Bobby Marks, who's the ESPN NBA front office insider, said on Freddie and Fitzsimmons the following about the Lakers' job as head coach. It's a year-to-year type job. That's how I look at it. It's a lot different going to you know some of these other places that have draft picks and cap flexibility or young players that you have like a you know a kind of a 
a long runway to develop. Um, but here, you're you're kind of on it. You're on a win now team. But as I said, like a lot of cracks in the foundation. When you have three players that are earning you know 130 million dollars, you are not relying on draft picks or younger players. It's you know it, you're in a win now mode here. So it's one of 30. It's L.A. So there's the appeal there. I think <clears throat> it will be interesting as far as how much security that person gets. That was kind of the big turnoff with Ty Lue, um, you know, three years ago, was that they weren't going to give him one of these long-term packs. Well, well no job security, Kate. Well, mirage, I'm trying to tell you, just because you it looks like L.A. doesn't mean you really want to be in L.A. First of all, you're not going to get no job security in Los Angeles because guess what, Max? We're looking to win championships, period, Okay. Long-term coaches and long-term success in Los Angeles for the Lakers have always been championship coaches, okay? Guys that have won championships, whether it's Phil Jackson, whether it was Pat Riley, all the other people in between, they're not getting long-term right, because— key, that's the point. They're not ready to win a championship at the moment. No, they are ready to win a championship. No, you, you said yes, it yourself. They, they have got to stay healthy. Yeah, okay, fine. They got to stay healthy, and, and they and made the wrong mistakes getting a bunch of old dudes on the outskirts of the boat with the ice cream. They need better toppings, young guns yes, on the outside, That's and they right. can go get those young I cheap agree. guns this year. But By they the... didn't do it last no. year. So and at the that was moment, a mistake. So if you are a coach and you take the job before you see the different bananas and toppings that they're putting around the scoops of ice cream, the three scoops of ice cream, or maybe two, we'll see what happens with Westbrook, you don't know if they're ready to, to win or not, and therefore it could be a short-lived If you job. got LeBron damn James and Anthony Healthy could be Davis – Agree. You got a championship-caliber team. So I, I just want to state, since getting swept in 2013 in the first round, the Lakers have been a mess, a mess, missing the playoffs until 2020, in which they did get there in the bubble. And then they got bounced by the Phoenix Suns first round. And then they were 17 games under 500. So I, I hear what everybody's saying about the opportunity and about what it looks like on paper. But yeah, but Jay, so that's not fair to the, talk about what Phoenix. What is it not though, fair? I'm just presenting the Phoenix, facts to you, Keith. Because the Phoenix, they got hurt, man. They was up on Phoenix. You know that. And also, well, if you want to slide that in there real quick. I don't live in a world about what could have happened. They were hurt. If you want to yeah, talk about 2013. Yeah, don't slide that in there without giving all the facts, though, Jay. That ain't right. If you want to talk about 2013, it's interesting. Because once Dr. Buss passed and the kids got control of the team, which was he wanted, right? In 2013, they had traded for Chris Paul before that. They successfully traded for Chris Paul, but because there was bad communication between Jim and Jeannie, Jim was running the basketball, Jeannie the business. She was actually the the boss, but he was running basketball operations. That was Dr. Buss's wish. Because of that lack of communication, Jim and Mitch pulled off a great trade to acquire Chris Paul. But if they would have been in better communication, they would have understood from Jeannie the temperature of the owners in New York at the meetings. They were salty about the Lakers. Let's not forget the Lakers very nearly won, you know, went three-peated. They won two out of three right around that time, like up until 2010. So the, the owners threw temper tantrums, like, like the crybaby in Cleveland, threw temper tantrums and got the league to probably unfairly undo the Chris Paul trade, right? That sent the Lakers, and everyone knew it at the time in L.A., everyone said it. This is going to be a five-year tailspin right now. It set the Lakers back Five years. Soon as Jeannie 
got rid of Jim and took control. Jay, she's been doing it for about three years. She's already won a championship. I think you're right to point out it's been a long, dark period for the Lakers except for the bubble. But if you view it in another context, it makes sense why. And since Jeannie got better control of the team, it's been much better. They got LeBron James. Uh, well, well, Magic got LeBron James. Okay, but Jeannie hired Magic. I understand. And then Magic got ran. So like, I feel how you want to contextualize it and, and make it sound okay, which I, I get that. But like, Magic is no longer there. There are cracks in the foundation. They have one pick in 2027 that they refuse to use. The, the window here is small. It is a one-year, one-year deal. And it's, it's hard for a guy who has stability at another position to say, I want to come in and coach all that. Aaron in Pennsylvania. You're on with Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Aaron in Pennsylvania. Good morning. Aaron in Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. in Cincinnati. You're on with Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. Here we go. Here we go. Can you hear me now? Oh, wait. Is this Aaron? All right. We got you. Okay, All right, Aaron. Yeah, yeah. Got drop. I, I got – sorry about that, guys. I had you on – I had me on mute, not you. All right. Um, all right. So my whole take on this LeBron thing, one that I haven't heard yet, you guys familiar with the Marge versus the monorail episode of The Simpsons? Yep. Largely hailed as one of the best episodes ever. Where that the monorail – Yeah, I know that one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so, so Burns has to give the city three million dollars, and they decide what to do. And LeBron is much like that monorail salesman. He comes in with promises of everything that's going to happen. They did get the chip, but the team is 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 laid in ruins afterwards. So, I don't understand. You know why Where were the Lakers take that before camp? LeBron got there? Were they about to win a championship? Dude, the, the Lakers, I, you, would I trade two bad seasons for a chip all day, every day? Like, the, he delivered a championship. Don't, don't forget that part. The monorail salesman delivered faulty goods. LeBron got you a chip. That's what I'm saying. Najee no. in Cincinnati. You're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. How y'all brothers doing? I appreciate y'all and all the work y'all do. Big fan. I think it. Mark Jackson should be the next head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. I think he would be able to go in there and set a strong foundation and be able to help guide them guys to a chip. One thing about the Los Angeles Lakers, we as always have been about winning the chips. If given the opportunity, I think Mark Jackson can take us back to our greatness without a problem and develop the young players that we have on the roster because we don't really have any draft picks. I like Mark Jackson a lot. I actually think Mark Jackson could be a suitable answer here. The question is, you know, how do you go out and get young talent on the market that are good complementary pieces that are, you know, actually when you play with LeBron and AD, who is healthy, can play off of those guys? I mean, that's – and how do you move Russell Westbrook's contract? That's where you need management more so than coaching. See, I don't think they're even going to try to move his contract, to be honest with you, Jay. I think they're going to do exactly what they didn't do this past season – which is put these three together, hope that all of them can be in, in, in sync, stay healthy, and go get the cheapest pieces to put around them that, that's young enough but can still go get it. How about this one? How about this one? I don't know why this isn't discussed more. Russell Westbrook, to me, is not a, a liability. He's an asset. I'll tell you why. That $47 million is expiring. So at the trade deadline, you mean to tell me there's no team out there with two or three functional players signed up to another couple of years who the team 
who has them thinks we'd rather clear some cap space and wouldn't take an expiring contract in exchange for those two, three functional players? I'll bet you there is. And the Lakers could then put those nice little toppings Key is talking about around AD and LeBron by the trade deadline. I don't see why they couldn't do that. I don't think that – I honestly think that they're going to run it back with all three of them because they got like – I want to say they got about nine people that's expiring contracts this year that's free agents. They're going to let them dudes walk, and they're going to go try to find the guys that are on some other teams that can play with experience with expiring maybe, contracts. Maybe, but if not, $47 million could be traded off the books, I'll bet, by the trade deadline if that – doesn't seem to be working by then, Key, and they could add to the roster that way, add some assets that way. NBA playoffs start tonight. Jay Will gets you ready next. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Key, J., what do you guys got going the rest of this day? Oh, man, I got a long, I got a long day ahead of me. I, uh, I got take. first take coming up here at, at, at the uh, – Top of the hour. I'm going to be doing first take with Stephen A. And I think Molly's on with us and and, and uh, Tim Legler. So we're going to be doing a little bit of that. But then later on after that, I got some radio going to continue here in L.A. on 710 with Sedano and Cap at 4 p.m. Pacific time. And we're going to obviously talk about the Lakers. And, the, you know, we'll probably get into the Knicks and just basketball in general. Are you going to try to games. sell them on Jay's idea to have LeBron be player coach? Why do you guys Yes, I'm going to sell them no, on no, no, Jay's no, no, idea no, 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 that LeBron no, no. is old this is and he ridiculous. should just retire and be the These coach. These are the lies that get told to the national people. This was an idea by Evan, our producer. And Max loved the idea. An and abs- he said, why not? It was a why caller. Not? It's an absolute it great idea. First of all, it was a caller. Horrible Second idea. of all, it's a great idea. Third of all, Max agreed. Jay, in the next 15 minutes, I'm going to get you to agree. No. And by 4 o'clock Pacific time this afternoon, Key will be pushing this 
on Sedano and Cap. Yeah, on like, guys, ESPN it does LA. address a major issue of, uh, for LeBron, guys, which is accountability. Like, I don't think he'll take the job. No, it addresses job. a major issue for you on accountability, not That's for right. him. No, no. No, no, it does, Key, because he's for up you. There pretending he's not calling shots. Why yes, but do? then if he's if he's the head coach, then you know he's calling the shots, yes. and that goes against what he wants. But we yes. all know he's calling so the shots anyway. So that's the agenda anyway. you're pushing. Correct. So you're just mad no. that he didn't say he's calling the shots. I, look, I, do I think that do I think that that would be my first choice? No, but I think it's an interesting idea, and I think it's worth exploring. I don't think it's just yeah, I dismiss it out of hand. Why man, not? This is I not can the explore 1950s, a lot of stuff, man. Get out of here. Do you think there'll never be another player coach ever again? No, if I think the last player, the last player coach in sports, and I can think of. Wasn't Wayne Gretzky a, a player coach? No. No? No, he, no, he coached the Coyotes. Pete Rose the was, and by the way, he didn't uh, play. Also Pete in Rose. some hot water. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Pete and Pete, <laughs> Rose. Pete Rose. Yeah, I remember. I was a Yankees example. fan, but I went to Shea Stadium when Pete Rose would be in town because I thought it was cool even back then. Oh, damn, a player coach. Like in the old days. This is in the 80s, I'm saying this. And. Pete Rose was hitting like 250 at the time with no power, hit himself third in the lineup as the manager. If anybody could sure, do it, Evans, if anybody sure could do it right now, it's LeBron. Anybody in pro sports Agreed. could do it right now, it's LeBron. It's LeBron, yeah. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. There you go, Key. We're on the same page. Are you yeah, sure, Evan, the great one wasn't on skates too? I don't think so. Gordie Howe, maybe? Maybe you're thinking of Gordie Howe? We'll never no, see it again. No. Yeah, he's probably thinking of Gordie Howe. Uh, yeah, am I thinking of Gordie Howe? That's probably what Key is thinking of. Yeah, I may be thinking of Gordie Howe. Yeah, he's probably thinking of Gordie Howe. Gordie Howe. Bernie Nichols. All those guys. Gordie Howe? Key was thinking of Gordie Howe for sure, right, Jay? I, I Had don't know who be. that is. <laughs> Neither Mike McDonald. Just start naming hockey guys. Why not? Mike McDonald. Keyshawn. Jay Will. And Max. Good morning there, Max Kellerin. What voice is that? Is that your country club voice? There's a wall. So all of the past presidents of the country club? <laughs> no Obamas, no Johnsons. Every country club I've been in, that has been the case. Oh, it's like, funny. smoking thing. a pipe? What? What? Ma- what? Ma- <laughs> from? what? My club is in, in South Orange County, and it's heavy. You know, it's heavy. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Wait, heavy what? It's what do you heavy. mean it's heavy? It's heavy it's what? Leave it alone. That's I-, I gave you the city. I got you. Now you figure the rest. There you go. Country club. You got to know what country you're in, or at least what county. Keyshawn J. Will Max, ESPN Radio. It's time for Choose Your Own Adventure. What should we talk about in the 940 a.m. segment? You get to choose. You vote on at Key J and Max. Lamar Jackson's contract got 21.5% of the vote. Uh, Alec Bohm's uh, rough night got almost 14%. Lakers' coaching search got 22.5%. Playing matchups, runaway winner, 42.5% of the vote. So Let's go, Yates! It's our time! Uh, Joe Torrey, player manager for the Mets in the 70s. Oh, there you go. In the 70s, Max. Yeah, but Pete Rose is in the 80s. Late in 80s. the Again. 80s, Max, 40 again, years ago. If anybody could do it. LeBron. It's, never, it's not never going to happen again. It's I don't harder think. I think there will in football. Be an amazing There's a lot more game planning because you got to focus on the defensive side of the ball. Anybody in pro sports right now could do it. It's LeBron. So this man's... Turning 38 years old, yes, has a multi-billion-dollar media company, has an agency, is keeping his body in the best possible shape, and now you're telling me he wants to add. No, he doesn't want to. That's why it won't happen. But if he wanted to, I think it could be done. I want to add it. But why would he doesn't want to? I agree. That's why are why we living in this happen? world that's never going to happen? He's just it's throwing it out as a thought. Like if he wanted to do it, could experiment. he do it? Horrible. Could he do it if he wanted to do it? I would never he, tell him to do LeBron it. LeBron will remember how many timeouts they got. 
Hey, four hours ago. an assistant ago. coach to do all How many that. hours ago? Three? Four hours ago, I wasn't sure we had enough content for today. So thank you, LeBron, being the coach of the Lakers to get us through it. You guys want to play Take Your Pick NBA Playoffs starts Let's tonight? Let's do it. Let's do it. All yeah. right, here we go. Well, you got to tell us the spreads, though. All right, let's go. Kyrie Irving, Darius Garland tonight. Nets, Cavs. Take your picture. No, I'm taking. I'm taking Kyrie. I'm taking Ki all day long. I love Darius Garland. I'm really glad that Cleveland has made it back to the playoffs for the first time since LeBron James has left Cleveland. It's a huge movement for this team, this young team. They're young assets. They're pieces. I wish Jared. I wish Jared Allen was playing tonight. But I give Kobe Altman a lot of credit, the general manager for the Cavs. They've rebuilt this organization through the draft. I think yeah, I'm taking yeah. Kyrie. I just look like yeah. this. I'm pretty smart. I yeah, I, you know, I would like take – I mean, Garland can play. But you, I, I wouldn't just automatically take, oh, the better player on paper, but here's the thing about Kyrie. He strikes me as a type that wants to play for, like, a larger cause, right? And I think all that's happened this year, he is going to be his best ver- – like, the best version of himself in a moment like this, Kyrie all day. It's Kyrie versus the ex-family tour. I mean, think about it. Playing Cleveland – Made one of the biggest shots in Cleveland basketball, maybe the biggest shot in Cleveland Cavs basketball history, winning them their first championship alongside LeBron James. And if they're able to play this and secure that seven seed, then he has to go back up to Boston Garden and spread that incense around to get rid of all the bad juju and go against the Celtics. I love, I love to see it. Yeah. All right, how about Lamelo Ball, Trey Young? That's a really good matchup. Take your pick, Jay. Yo, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mess around and take LaMelo Ball. I watched LaMelo over the weekend. I know Trey's had a phenomenal year, but, yo, LaMelo is real. He gave my Chicago Bulls buckets, him and Terry Rozier, with the way they play, with the tempo in which they play in the ball game. I'm going to go with Charlotte to win this one in the shootout. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Charlotte and LaMelo as well. Now, Jay, let me ask you this. Because of the length and the size of LaMelo Ball, Trey Young's not going to try to defend him on the offensive end, right? No. No, no. I, and plus, I, Trey would probably defend Terry Rozier because of the, the height advantage. I got to go LaMelo yeah. also. Six, seven, man. I got to go LaMelo also. But that's why, that's why I was asking. I'm like, I know they ain't going to have him matched up on him because he's handling the ball. And also the stats could look very different. You know, LaMelo could wind up with fewer points, more assists, or at least more key plays. But Trey's stat line could look better and either team could win. I, I would take LaMelo. But, damn, that's a good question. Evan? What else we got, Evan? Um, so, I'm going to uh, say this uh, one. Uh. DeJounte Murray versus C.J. McCollum. Who are you taking? Who are you taking, Yates? What was the problem? Who are you taking, couldn't... Yates? Where did Evan go? Well, he couldn't say DeJounte. I'm trying to but He couldn't say DeJounte. I thought I was – I thought What's you were DeJounte? You know how we are, Evan? Come prep? on, now. You're not doing I, your prep? I thought people – Yeah, I you're not doing he, your I prep? I thought Yates was telling me I was Come saying on. it wrong. So I was just like, wait, are we saying the same thing or not? So say I just it right now, Evan. It. Say it right now. DeJounte. All right. What were you saying? DeJounte. Yeah, but you know what? Everyone's doing the je. Isn't it just DeJounte? Like, DeJounte? Like, it's more like a little. I I get it. It's like But you're doing it a little. DeJounte. 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 Not DeJounte. Yeah, not DeGante. Yeah, I get it. DeJounte. Who the hell is DeGante? DeJounte or CJ McCollum? I'm taking CJ McCollum. Yo, I like the Pels, man. It leaves me to wonder. Leads me, not leaves me, to wonder, I was, what would this team be like with Zion Williamson? Like, uh, Brandon Ingram, You've been wondering McCullough, that all year. I have been wondering that all year, and I'll still wonder it until I see it. Mm. But I go with CJ. 
Yeah, I'm going to take CJ in this one. Jante Murray. Dejante? Dejante. So I'll turn the J to a G. No, I, 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 look, I think um, – I mean, if we're talking about which team wins or who has the better game. Who has the better game? They, uh, I'll go CJ. So I'm going to go DeJounte Murray. Why okay. Not? Key, your little cousin's playing tonight. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have a you little You know your little cousin? Not Michael Thomas. Another I one. Have, I, have one, I have one nephew he plays Yates. in the NFL. Yates, who's the cousin of Key that's playing tonight? <laughs> well, the one, the only, Aunt Edwards. Come know, on, man. Key, King. you got to start following this dude. He got a personality. He is baby Keyshawn. You. You got to see I mean, all the stuff he be no, saying on all the post pressers. There is no baby key. Okay, I'm telling you, one he's the closest thing number. there is to you in a basketball uniform in the NBA. You got to watch the mannerisms. You got to watch before. the game today. I'm trying to tell you. They tried that one before. Oh, he's so much like Key. Yeah, okay. Just because he's tall and dark don't mean he me. I'm just trying to tell you this dude is different. And it's Patrick Beverly going against his former team, the Clippers. So you know there's going to be a lot of barking there on that one. Oh, you think Patrick Beverly likes to get into it a little bit? Oh, well, he's already trying to make the whole series about him versus the Clippers. And you got Paul Max. George like, oh, this is, this is the Clippers versus the Timberwolves. And he's like, nah, it's me versus y'all. The job that I'm Ty tired Lue- of listening to y'all talk, Max. I want to hear one of the callers. Okay. Aaron and Gardino, you're on with Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. What up, J. Will? What up, baby? Max, my main man, Max. What's going on, Aaron? Uh, shoot, I just wanted to say that uh, Keyshawn is a homer. The Lakers' job is trash. And if LeBron didn't come in blowing it up uh, they with those young guys, Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram, they would have been in a good spot right now. Mm. But hey, Aaron, where you from? Where you from, Gardena. Gardena, California? Gardena. Oh, that's right. You're a Clipper yep. fan, huh? Oh, yeah, you remember me. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him there, dog. You heard on me last time, though. <laughs> you, you're, a, you're a Clipper fan. I got it. Why would you even put him on, Evan? He calling in. I'm a homer. I'm a this and I'm a that. He from Gardena. And as I said, Gardena, California. Matter of fact, I'm going to be driving through Gardena a little bit. He's a Gardena fan. So, I mean, a, a Clipper fan from Gardena. Who hating on the Lakers in L.A. So it automatically told me that he was a Clipper break. fan. You gotta go to break. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. A long break. 20, what, yeah, long, what do you mean? Go to break. break. The show. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.